0: Heyo! Today we are talking about how this vibrational alignment, you don't have to be perfect. It's just about transitioning even quicker and really even that there are going to be days that are long and low and it isn't about never having them again. It's just about figuring out how to get back on track. Let's go! Welcome to the death of a dream podcast where we do dreams and finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes and rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons, we've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. I'm your host, Hannah Nuss, fellow dream doer. Hi, nice to meet you. Um, yeah, first thing that we do to start our day is to ground ourselves in our greatness, where I basically offer up a example of what that could be. And sometimes it's sparkly and shiny and like, whoa, I wrote a book and so exciting. And some people may feel intimidated by that. Or they may go, oh, I would never have anything great like that. I shouldn't even do my great thing. That's not what this is about. This is about whatever you feel great about, whatever you would make and assign that to. And yes, there is something. There is something there. And when we can't think of anything at all. Right? when we get overwhelmed by the thought of greatness and we don't allow ourselves to assign that because we think it's something big and amazing and we couldn't today, we can't muster up the thought that we are those things today, then we get general. There's always something. So my great thing, oh, Oh, it's just beautiful. So I've been communicating about what local is, right? And it's a gift shop. And even at the inception of it, it was just this beautiful space where we have things and not just little gifts, right? Like gifts that help to nurture relationships. And that was really the core of what local was meant to be. And I think even more beautifully, Because we didn't cap it at that being all that it could be. Now it's a a double nurture, right? Because you're buying a gift that nurtures the relationship with the person that you're buying it for. But you're also nurturing a relationship with someone in your community, whether they meet you or not. You're telling a community member that what they do is important and that you want it and that it should stay here and that they can believe and bank on the community supporting their ideas and their visions. And so I think in a beautiful roundabout way, that's what has happened. And over the last couple of days, I've had people specifically coming into gift shop, knowing that that's what this is, knowing that they can get goods like that. And it is everything and more. I am so pumped that people are having that understanding. Get getting interpreting what I'm saying and doing as that, and mm, I couldn't imagine more if I wanted to. Um, I could right? Like I could. Um, but this is, this is everything. So that is my great thing. Just seeing people take what I'm writing, what I'm putting out there and bring back this specific response knowing that that's what this is and then making intentional choices to come in to support in that way to shop in that way to nurture relationships in that way gift giving is like of utmost importance and people who just sort of like chumly pass by it or look at it as some way to like oh here's the gift mbd i had to give you a gift like that's not what it's about gifts really are meant to advance the relationship and so when you don't take that seriously or when you just like check it off of a list that's not what it's meant to be Right? We're meant to give gifts showing the person that you're giving to that you know them. You know them so well, in fact, you're going to bank your knowing and buy this super specific thing that you know about them. And when that person receives that, They feel that love, your response, your interpretation of who they are. You know it so well that you banked it on this thing, on this knowing. And that really is is what gift giving is meant to be. And so I go a little bit crazy. Because to me, if I have the opportunity to give you a gift, like, and I know you well enough, I want to knock it out of the park in the knowing. And I don't know how else you do that. Um... Other than gift giving. It's. Oh. It's amazing. It's such a beautiful experience. So. um, Gosh. I'm sort of unhealthily obsessed. But even before I had my own gift shop. Even before I had all of these things. Like. You can't tempt me with a good time. Shopping and being able to find things that you can't find anywhere else. Like next level gift giving. Right? When you find something so unique and specific to your friend, to your child, to your whomever, that you can't. Even believe that it exists. Those kinds of gifts. And I've gotten to shop with a couple of people. Looking for something that specific over the last couple of days. And it's been so very amazing. Like you wouldn't believe. And I feel excited, and inspired, and, like, passionate and just really aligned more than anything, because I can't imagine a better way of existing for me if I try. I mean, and I could try. I could really hit it hard. Um, but it's kind of magical. And by kind of, I mean, it's absolutely magical. And I hope and know that this is possible for anyone. And okay. If you want to start something like what I have, you can. You can interpret what I'm doing and you could take it and start it yourself. And I would cheer and applaud and be excited for you and your ability to do those things. And it's just a beautiful becoming in this world. And you are capable of more than you ever thought but it has to start with believing in your greatness and if you can't buy into that then this whole journey might be hard but you are amazing whether you believe it yet or not you are and you are changing the world And you get to decide from here, how, for good or for bad, for better or for worse? What vibrational decision are you making? You get to decide that. Was that pause long enough? Have you decided that you're amazing, that you are changing the world? Okay, perfect. Now, go ahead and ground yourself in your greatness. (laughs) Talk, think, act about how amazing you are. It is a vibrational game changer. Okay, so today I wanted to just break down that, like, we don't have to be perfect in this quest, right? It's just about course correction, and it's not even about getting it all right all of the time. So if you have a negative thought today, and you let that spiral, and trust me, there are days that I spent under covers. There are days that I spent not being able to get out of bed or out of the chair. There are days where I couldn't write, where I couldn't think, where I couldn't move, And I feel very blessed that I was allowed to sort of surrender to that reality, that that is where I was. And I feel blessed that I was able to transition out of staying there forever. But you need those moments too. And the way to slowly build yourself back living is to really get okay with the reality that thoughts are negatively and positively charged and coming from everywhere and over time we can transition most of our thoughts but we can't live in this fantasy world where everything's perfect and we're sucking it up and we're getting over it because life is hard Because we get sad. Because bad things tend to multiply. But as I said yesterday in my post, after I got off of here, was like, storms don't come that we don't manifest. And so a lot of times we're simply following the vibrational thought of which we can't control, right? Right. But we can control whether or not we follow that. And when I think about how we manifest storms, I think that's often where we lead ourselves. And this has been a course correction that I have refined over the years, still not perfect because we don't have to be perfect in it. If we can flip that thought, quicker then we can maintain a proper frequency it's just a matter of the pace of the flip it's not that it doesn't exist and if we try to subdue it and act as if it doesn't or we say things like how dare you have that negative thought how dare you this creates a negative spin further than we would have if we had just been like yeah I just had that negative thought how does that make me feel where did that come from not attacking ourselves is like hey you're the worst person ever and how dare you get sad I can't believe that you would be crying again over your cat jerry dying when you were 10 you're pathetic you're a loser." What's wrong, right? And all of a sudden, then we start to see this trail, this track of negativity, but it's not like we aren't ever going to have those thoughts again. So we begin preparing for those thoughts and we get better at the transition of them. And we look positively at our ability to transition quicker over time. And you'll hear me talk about this a lot. Usually it's a great thing. Um, just the quickness that we're able to flip now compared to what we used to be. Because I used to spend just days, weeks, in this negative vibrational frequency. And guess what would happen? Everything The car, the storms, the roof, the basement, the job, the kids, the sickness like it all would sort of catapult and catastrophize. Casaster, that's not a word. That's not a word. I was thinking catastrophe, catastrophize probably still not a word, even though that sounded more right than what I said before, which was certainly not a word. Right. But it would just all come to a head. Everything all at once. Everybody would get sick. Everybody would be going to the hospital. Uh, Everything. And the wake of that. would eventually be healing and figuring out that everything's okay and things would get better because the world just naturally aligns with our vibrational thoughts. And so once someone healed or once we got a good night of sleep, (laughs) eventually things start to look up and the vibration shifts. And then good things start happening. This is like the rainbow after the storm. Imagine where that came from. Well, it came from one thing going right again. And then we start focusing on the one thing that is going right. And then that multiplies. And look at us. All of a sudden we're dancing under rainbows. And we have this golden pot of wonderfulness that we're living in. Even though we just got through the darkest night. That we may have ever experienced. And this, my friends, is what we're talking about. And so once we step in the control sector, while we can't control what's going on around us, we can stay, for the most part, in control of where we take our thoughts in response to what's happening. And so we can see things like maybe a flat tire and we can go, huh, well, I wonder if it's probably not that bad. I think maybe we're just overthinking it. It'll be okay. And even if, even if the tire is flat, what is the worst that could happen? We replace the tire and then what? We have a new tire. Isn't that nice? Right? Or we could spiral and spin the opposite direction. Oh my gosh. We have a flat tire. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to get that fixed? This is going to take weeks. This is going to disrupt our entire life. We aren't financially capable of fixing a tire right now. What is going to happen? And then you know what happens? All of the things that you just said. You are manifesting madness. And as a madness manifester myself, listen, (laughs) then I'm real dramatic. When I get into, I mean, I'm guessing you can imagine, but when I get into those mindsets, when I get into spin mode, I go, hard I spin off things that don't even make sense I'll be like oh my gosh flat tire and certainly we'll have this flat tire and then we'll have to buy a new tire which will put us lower in funds than we like to be and then because we're lower in funds then certainly we could potentially like uh, go lower in funds and then we have to pay for lunches and then we go even lower in funds and this all happens in one week and because that happened now we can't pay our house payment we won't be able to pay our house payment for the next 20 years and and if we can't pay our house payment for the next 20 months and then we go into bankruptcy and if we go into bankruptcy then we lose our house and we lose our house and then all of a sudden we're living on the side of the road and and we can't eat because we don't have a house to make food in And we can't even buy groceries because we've gone backwards on our payments. And what are we going to do? And how quickly our mind spins this way, right? Because, well, many of us, and maybe this isn't you, and maybe this isn't the show for you if you didn't come from this ability to spin this web like this. But many of us were raised in households like that where that was the active loop. Scarcity was the active loop. And if you weren't raised in a household like that, maybe you were raised in a society like that. Which, these days, it's not hard to find. The negativity loop. The scarcity loop. The bad things always happening loop. Once you get into that loop, and they see that you react to that, unfortunately the way algorithms work you're gonna be fed more and good luck escaping because they have down to like the tenth of a percentage of what you will click on next yeah even amazon like you think that you're just getting all these deals and sales because you're so special oh no they know that that's when and why you will buy They know what you're influenced by. And it's not just Facebook and Amazon and those major competitors. A lot of companies have access to this data. Clicks on the second ad. 90% likely to make a purchase. If served a sale within 24 hours. Of visiting the website. (laughs) Kind of scary, kind of gross, kind of unfair to the average consumer. <laughs> uh, but this is how those things work. They know how you work, they know your attitude, your behaviors, down to a percent. You know, when they have those ads on TV that are like, here's the percentage of likelihood of a catch. If you watch football, AWS, right? And Amazon, these predictors of success on the games and you're going, wow, that's really cool. That's crazy that they can compute that. Oh, they can compute that on football and they can compute it even better when it comes to serving you ads. Yeah. So like it's cool, right? Fantasy draft picks and and all these things and all this data. <laughs> They're also using that as a consumer, as someone trying to get you to spend your money. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Um, but this is why it's hard to get out of that cycle, to break out of that spinning. Because we're consciously, constantly served more of what we clicked on before. And so it's hard to escape. And I'll even find myself doing it, knowing these things, like unconsciously surfing and staying on a platform, even though I don't care. And that's what I'll have to say to myself to break free from there. And so that's sort of the the saving crutch of all of this. When we have that negative thoughts, not that we have to be perfect and never think them again, although it gets easier. You think them less, the less that you spin in this way. But even if we're not perfect, it's just about the time that we spend there. And our ability to break free from those spinning thoughts and that frequency. And so when we have that thought, when we break ourselves free from that thought, it's just about getting back in alignment. Quicker. you got to be quicker than that. We don't want to stay there too long. It's okay to have these thoughts. It's okay to have these days. It's okay to have these hours. It's okay to have these weeks. But the better that we get at transitioning out of that spin, and the quicker we get, the better off vibrationally we will be. Right? Right? you got to be quicker than that. And I think about where I came from and how hard it is to allow yourself to sink into that good feeling. To not act as though it's going to end. It will end. The world is not perfect. But the way that you walk yourself through that, right, instead of the tire throwing you off vibrationally for weeks on end, because it's just a tire, we could just have that thought. It's a tire. How quickly can I fix this? And then you just cap it there. Once it's fixed, it's really done. Not all that dramatic. It's going to be okay. Then maybe it's something bigger than that. And maybe it's not that easy. But I think when I think of problems or issues arising or negativity coming in, a lot of times I just try to be very pragmatic about it. Well, how, how can we fix this? Instead of what I used to be, which was like rather back and forth and dramatic and spinning and thinking about all of the negative things that are the result of this one thing. How could you fix it? Where can you go to work and make an impact? And if you can't, what's the point of keeping your brain there? What's the point of that engagement? Right? And that really is where we want to start to fine tune it and direct that energy like where can we go to work the tire's flat can we change it can we not yep we can all right let's get it changed now what's our next step well we got we got a we got a boot we do, we have a spare maybe So we only have so many miles that we can drive on that spare. We can only go so fast on that spare. So how do we need to change our week or can we get it fixed today and just be done with it and shift the energy back to where it belongs, which is manifesting more goodness. And I think a lot about like people who go into these sickness spins or these like death spins and how so often the Deaths duplicate. And I think it's this. It's like we allow ourselves to spin and we all spin together into the misery. And it's like we could have saved ourselves some misery if we had just gone, oh my gosh. That's so sad. How can I go to work? And if we can't go to work, then we just remove ourselves completely. We can be sad. But like, if we can't help with that sadness or with that empathy if there's no way for us to help better that, then it's okay to just walk away. Right? We don't have to stay there forever. We don't have to to input our seventh cousin twice removed had the same thing happen. We don't have to drop the misery meter. We don't have to involve ourselves like that. Is there a way to go to work? Can I help with flowers? Can I help with arrangements? Can I help with this or that? No, you're not that close. It'd be weird if you did. Okay. Then that's too bad. And I'm moving on to my next positive manifestation. Because we don't want to manifest misery. We want to manifest greatness. And that's where we should keep our mind. And we don't have to be perfect at that. But we should be looking to consciously elevate, and expand. You're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep, bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at Channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.